are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com to check out all the selection that Rock Auto has for your car or truck needs. Today, we are going to talk about the concerning issues surrounding the Flames and share some love to our up-and-coming superstar, Andrew Mangiapane. But first, make sure you head on over to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to this show so you never miss an episode. We're here for you Monday through Friday, your team every day. This morning, we saw some more changes on the morning rushes. Gaudreau was bumped up to that left-wing spot on the first line, and Kachuk was moved over to the right wing. And we finally, <laughs> finally saw Mangiapane jump to fill Goudreau's spot on the second line. It's all well and good for practice, and, you know, we don't see another Flames game for, um, I believe, over 48 hours at this point. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what Daryl Sutter actually puts out on the ice against Edmonton, I believe it's Edmonton, on Saturday. Uh, Chris Tanev was skating with Mark Giordano up on that first pairing, which is an interesting move. I think that it's maybe time to switch up Anderson and Gio. I don't necessarily know if I would put... um, Rasmus with Hannafin, but you know, the two are young players. They might mesh well together as uh, as in comparison to Gio, who is obviously older, and Tanev, who is also an older player. But I also <laughs> I need to admit that I this comment by Daryl Sutter made me laugh a lot harder than I would have liked to admit. But he says uh, he was talking about uh, Kachuk and Johnny skating together. And he goes, they've played together on the power play since Christ was a child. So they should be able to do it five on five. And this isn't anything new for him. He made this comment uh, back in 2012 when they played Nashville. They haven't lost at home since Christ was a child. So, you know, it's kind of funny. I guess it's a, another Sutterism. At least it's kind of nice this time. <laughs> Not mean. But Oliver Shillington made an appearance today. And he was on that fourth pairing with Nikita Nesterov, who was rolling his eyes the other night. Under, I don't know if it was at Daryl Sutter or what, but you could clearly see in the picture that he was rolling his eyes. And I, I get it. I'm sure it's exhausting. Like I said, we still don't have hockey uh, today or tomorrow, at least Calgary Flames hockey, but there are plenty of games going around in the league that you can watch tonight. Obviously, get the whole line line up on the NHL's Twitter (laughs) and things like that, but I'm hopeful that this these weird days off, extra days off, little 
like all-star game break-esque sort of thing uh, will be beneficial for the team. I don't necessarily think that they had any momentum to lose because, you know, the only momentum was bad momentum. They were working off a string of bad losses. So hopefully this kind of gives them a chance to reset and rest and, you know, kind of center themselves back into the home stretch of hockey. We still don't know anything about Vancouver's situation regarding their return to play timetable or anything like that. And, you know, I I went off on a tangent last night regarding that whole they're not looking at a shortened schedule sort of thing. But, you know, we saw the Stars at the start of the season have an outbreak and they had to condense their schedule. And looking at it, it just doesn't look like it's possible for Vancouver to make up that much ground once this team is ready so we'll have to see where things go but I would like to believe that this break will be beneficial for the Flames like I've said but you know still thinking of everybody in Vancouver who is under the weather or taking care of anyone that is under the weather and coming up next we are going to talk about just some troubling troubling numbers from this team's superstars and top line players top six players so is it time is it time for a big change the answer is yes of course it is but we're going to do a little bit of comparing contrasting but before we get into that i want to tell you about our friends at bet online ag Bet Online AG is the number one trusted betting source of everybody here at the Locked On Podcast Network. They are great for all of your sports betting needs. They have the breakdowns. They lay it out plain and simple for you. And not only can you bet on sports, you can bet on video games, you can bet on reality TV, anything along those lines. And it want to know something even better? You can head on over to Bet Online AG and sign up for your free account. That's right. It's free when you sign up and get a 50% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit and you use promo code locked on to activate that 50% welcome bonus. So head on over to Bet Online AG and sign up for your free account and use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. We talk a lot about the superstars of this team. And, you know, the names that come up often are Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. And, you know, we got to talk about them. We got to talk about some of their stats this season. And it's, it's a little bit, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing to note and to look at. Uh, right now, Gaudreau has a 16.8 shooting percentage through 40 games, which, I mean, that's not bad. I, I mean, that's pretty high uh, compared to every few other people on the team. Um, again, that's only through 40 games, and he has a career average of, of a 12%. And Matthew Kachuk, boy, do we need to talk about that. What is what's going on here? He's shooting at a nine percent, and he's also another career high or sorry career average of 
12.4. So is there something going on with the wrist, with their confidence, some fundamentals? I know, I know, I know. There has been plenty of discourse surrounding the feeding off of the crowd's energy and things like that, but I don't know. I just, I don't really know how big of an impact that can have on a game. I I don't know. Again, I'm not an expert. I'm not an athlete, nor do I pretend to be one on television. And then you have Sean Monaghan shooting at an 8%. A whopping 8%. And again, comes back to looking at him on the Gaudreau line and that line, you know, them in general really has been an issue. But if you, if your line mate is shooting like double what you are, what, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, my head is turn it on this one and I'm a little stumped I mean sure as a center you do a little bit more of playmaking but those opportunities are there for him to shoot and we all see it there's plenty of opportunities for everybody that I've mentioned so far to shoot the puck and I do think that there is like an overpassing issue maybe some fundamentals going on that we're just kind of overlooking because it seems so silly to acknowledge that players of this caliber could forget about fundamentals. But you look at Mangiapani, who's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, shooting at a 20%. 20%, you guys. And that's just such a huge difference. I mean, obviously, Johnny's at the 16 right now. But, you know, between Gaudreau, uh, sorry, Kachuk and Monahan. 20% compared to 18 and a 9, that's a very big difference there. And I think that it does have to do with the lines and things like that. But he has made a case for himself to be a top six player this entire season. Sure, he was a little slow out of the gate, but once he got going, there was no slowing him down. And we're going to talk about him more in the next segment because he is just a doll and we need to we need to shine some light on him give him a round of applause but with the lack of production in your top six it makes the most sense to move him up to the top six it has been like this the entire season and he has had a case for a, a top six winger spot this entire time brett ritchie it does not no. No, 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 no. It has always been Mangiapani as the next in line. But I digress. And, and of course you have to start thinking about who do they build this team around now that it's looking like, you know, either Gaudreau or Monahan is gone this summer or things like that. Are you gonna start building it around Kachuk, Mangiapani? Like what do you do? Are you going to even try to have a real rebuild or are you going to end up in the Buffalo Sabres side of things where it's just too far gone to save and it just gets worse and worse before you even uh, have, we have, have we even seen it get better yet we really haven't but you know you really have to think about 
how bad you want it and what you're willing to sell and all that jazz. But like I mentioned, we are going to show Mangiapani a little bit of love on this final segment and wrap up the week tomorrow with our winners and losers. But first, more from our friends at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com serves every single community that you can think of for their car parts and truck needs. Um, They're an online business that has served those, you know, served us all for over 20 years now. And that's, (laughs) that is a long time, 20 years. Um, And you can head on over to rockauto.com, check out their easy to navigate website and find what you need for your car or truck. I mentioned a few weeks ago that we had to order an antenna because of the snow brushing and car wash uh, taking a toll on it. (laughs) So you can head on over to rockauto.com, check out their selection, and use promo code LOCKEDON in their How Did You Hear About Us section so so they know that we sent you. Hey guys, it's Jess jumping in here, just reminding you to subscribe to Locked On Flames so you never miss an episode of your show, five days a week, your team every day. Mangiapani has truly blossomed in these last two seasons. I remember right before the pause last year, he was going on an absolute tear. It was him and TJ Brody. They were both just doing so well. And of course, TJ Brody did walk. He went to the beloved Maple Leafs. Hmm, Beloved Maple Leafs. That's funny. And he actually scored his first goal of the season the other night. So... You know, congrats to him. Much love. And we we talked about this earlier this season where he gave an interview about his confidence and how he felt as if he had the right things around him to set him up for success. And he felt as if he was on the verge of becoming a star. And, you know, I think that's true like so true bestie I agree and he has two game-winning goals this season 12 goals on the season three in the last five games could he break his career high of 17 goals if he keeps up this trend probably I would love to see him thrive in this last stretch of the season especially where it's very unlikely that this team makes the playoffs or even a push for the playoffs so you just kind of have to think about it and while it is a team sport (laughs) maybe think about those individual milestones and see what you can do for yourself in terms of you know crossing new goals off your list and things like that and I did notice while I was on Hockey Reference that he has a career-high 22 penalty minutes this season. And something else, uh, two other firsts of his career are uh, shorthanded and a power play goal. He's averaging about 17 minutes a night as well, which, like, that's top six numbers. So I don't understand why he's not... Uh, playing in that kind of role. I would love to see Sutter give him that chance. I am fully on the just 
develop the heck out of him. <laughs> and, I mean, he's already, like, pretty developed. He's 23, 24 years old. But he's a great player. I love watching him, and I think that he has something that this team needs. I think that he is a bit of a playmaker, and I love watching how he... Like, he had an assist early in the season that was just so smooth. It was like a backhand. I believe it was a backhand to Luch. And it was gorgeous. It was like some not safe for work kind of content there. But I'm, again, I'm so excited to see him continue on his, you know, rise to stardom, if you will. And I'm excited just to continue seeing this and you know hopefully soon enough he is the next 88 in the carb department that is a household name david posternock is the other one in case you were wondering but um yeah so that's all i have for you guys today i am very much looking forward to covering games again i think that it's been um kind of boring without hockey games to complain about but um you know you guys are always champions over here in good sports so thank you all so much for tuning in and tomorrow we wrap up the week with our winners and losers uh, some more trade rumors and things like that so stick around and make sure that you don't miss tomorrow's episode bye bye